Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm David. I'm Kaylee. Today, we are joined by Chris LeBeau, Matthew Gibbs, and Kim Warnke. Chris and Matthew are the owners and operators of Jail Home Decor here in Andersonville, and Kim has served as a design assistant for the past year and a half. Jail Home Decor is a local, quality, and affordable home decor business at Farragut and Clark Street, next to our very own Dollar Horse. Whether you are looking for a new sofa, dining table, Jail Home Decor has you covered. Geo Home Decor also has a great deal of furnishings ranging from lamps to throws, pillows, and artwork made by local artisans to make any house feel like home. With that, I introduce you to Chris, Matthew, and Kim. Welcome. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your positions at Geo Home Decor? Um, hi there. My name is Chris LeBeau. I am one of the owners of Geo Home Decor. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Gibbs, the other owner. I'm the G in the GL and Chris is the L in the GL home decor. And I always tell people that that's because LG was taken by another <laughs> company, so. <laughs> and I am Kim Warnke and I'm a design consultant at GL Home Decor. How did you all get interested in design? Like what brought you to this place right now? Uh, gosh, for me, um, Chris, I think that uh, I kind of always have been in, in interested in decor and kind of setting up my little nesting place and, and reflecting my personality and in all of my surroundings. So I've been doing it since I was a little kid, you know, decorating my room with things I found in the alleyways and, you know, grandma's old furniture and whatever I could get my hands on to create my space. Yeah, for me, this is Matt. Um, I am the opposite. I am not creative. I'm a pharmacist, but I'm the numbers guy. Um, and uh, certainly have developed a little bit more of a design, I think, aesthetic by osmosis from Chris and Kim. Um, but for me, it was really, uh, we got married a few years ago, and I saw what Chris did with our wedding, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is really incredible. You need to take this and market it, because people will pay for this, because one, it's affordable, and two, it's really good. Uh, and for me, this is always something that I've done since I was a kid, it as well. Um, my mom would go off to work and she'd come home and I'd have redesigned the apartment. <laughs> she wouldn't know where her things were. It was just how I always was. Yeah, and just to harken back onto what Matt mentioned about our wedding, um, we, uh, we were uh, staging rooms uh, for, for our, our reception and wedding and I was working with a stager and, and kind of setting up everything and was just so in love with the process of selecting unique pieces to create these uh, vignettes and these spaces and then all of a sudden the wedding was over and they took back everything and I was <laughs> I was like wait a minute I need more of this in my life and it really was um, the catalyst that started uh, well, our journey to GL. You walked before. away with the most important thing. Well you, <laughs> right. yes, yes of course. Yeah. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah you did. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love the fact of imagining um, so young, just rearranging the rooms and reorganizing bookshelves and stuff, uh, because I feel like a lot of people can relate, especially um, Kaylee's raising her hand. <laughs> when you self-identify with like your own personal style and uh, creativeness at such a young age and being able to do that, um, it pisses off the parents, but it's so awesome to be able to express yourself. 
and, and that's what that's what home decor for me really is and 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 what we do in our homes it's a it's a reflection of our personalities our our life our life experiences you know it, it tells a story um through through home decor everything down to uh, the throw pillow you choose or you know um, what you serve food on all of those things tell tell a story about who you are and, and uh, what, what you're attracted to and how you feel I love that we love it too uh, you've been in business for how long before you moved to your new location uh, here in Andersonville uh, can uh, you tell us a little bit about um, that process and uh, your birth year that you started your business yeah um, well, you know, Matt and I hunted for quite a long time, um, and this was about three and a half years ago. We started hunting for spaces. We always wanted to be in Andersonville, but at the time, taking the risk uh, of of, of uh, the financial implications of, of starting out, we were a little nervous, looking for a, a little bit of a less expensive uh, rent at the time. So we ended up uh, in a Lakeview. Uh, on a in a location that was was great as an incubator, um, and we were there for three years, and really, you know, got our sea legs, and really kind of started connecting with the community that way, and honing our our craft in terms of uh, sourcing and and um, creating our brand. And Kim, when did you um, join on to the team as a design uh, consultant? About a year and a half ago, uh, at the Southport location, and I've never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with the team um, throughout the entire move and everything, uh, which was amazing to have the space at the corner of Farragut and Clark um, available because it is probably one of the best corners. Um, I have to agree 100%. Yeah, I was. So we had looked at a couple spaces up here. And frankly, you know, it was just, we, we weren't sure what we were getting into square footage and cost wise. And I saw a little note on the window driving by and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a gold corner. I'm like, maybe the number is on that so small and no one's calling them because it's so small. So we called and, and met with the, 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 the gentleman who owns the building and just great chemistry. He wants businesses to do well. He was looking for really another home decor type um, uh, shop in the area, um, given kind of that focus up here that people kind of are, are drawn to now. And it just all worked out. Um, couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. For, for many, many, many years, I, this has been a dream location for me since before it was um, its its previous iteration, which was the candy store. Uh, it was a place called White Attic, uh, which is another cool furniture store at the time. And, and I remember thinking to myself, they have the best location in Andersonville. They're so lucky. And uh, to look back now um, and realize how lucky we are to be part of this uh, neighborhood and this location, it, it truly is a dream come true for, for me and for Matt. I do have to give a shout out to um, your property owner, Pete, because he also serves on our commission. And he is one of the best property owners because he really understands uh, the ethos of the neighborhood and for him to uh, really try to still cultivate that neighbor that neighborhood sense with co-tenancies like home decor um, I have to give him all props because not a lot of property owners um, are that invested in the neighborhood and it's fantastic totally agree he's been an absolute um, 
absolute great support and just incredible. Um, and we couldn't be happier. We love you, Pete. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously every business has a brand. Uh, what do you look for in furniture pieces or lines that fit the brand that you're trying to create for your store? Uh, absolutely. So uh, when sourcing, I really, uh, you know, I think all of us really look for those pieces that have a, a wow factor, have a, a, an art, like almost like sculpture. I love pieces that are just so unique and different, but have function, you know, like you really want to be able to use your piece and enjoy it, but also it really creates a statement and, and it's beautiful. And that's so important to us as well as the quality of how it's made, how it's manufactured and um, all of those elements. And I, I think Chris has been a little modest here, but um, you know, one of the things that we agreed on when we set out on this is you go to your friend's homes and everybody knows where that table came from, right? It came from one of the big box, you know, three people probably have it in the room where they have a cousin or relative. And so we really wanted to have pieces that were unique and that you're not going to walk into a friend's house or relatives and see the same thing, but also have an astonishingly, astonishingly accessible price. So that, that's the difference is a lot of custom things or unique things drive this very high market. But we believe everybody deserves to have that a moment in their house when people are like, oh, my God, where did you get that? Not, oh, I saw that at store X. Yeah. That, that's the I, moment I think we that's want. great. Well said. Really well said. And, and I think. You know, certainly you can find our pieces elsewhere, but, you know, it's really just taking the time to think about how, how is this going to be, how is this going to be received and, and really creating, making someone feel special about something, excited about a piece of furniture. Kim, is there a product line that you absolutely love uh, to give a shout out to or love to use when you're helping someone who comes into the store and looking to design a space. Is there a product line that uh, you're just absolutely in love with? Uh, yes, I am absolutely in love with Chris LeBeau's original paintings. <laughs> um, and I thought of that also with what you were talking about, the pieces that you choose here, Chris. It's Chris's taste uh, that really makes this store special. Uh, and that's on display uh, with his artwork. Um, his ability to balance um, color, uh, shape, texture. Um, it's all there in his canvases. Um, and wow. the community Thanks, has really loved it. Um, it's been wonderful uh, here. I mean, where can you go and get a large custom piece of artwork for six to $900? I mean, that doesn't happen. And I didn't even know Chris could paint until three years ago. And he was just doing something. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you can, uh, okay. <laughs> this is a thing. This is good. I'm sitting here like, Chris, when do you have time? You are one of the busiest people I know. <laughs> I, I do work seven days a week and uh, many, many hours a day. But it's really, it's, I was thinking about this in the car today. I love coming to work every single day. I don't consider it work. It's, uh, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about helping people create their spaces. Um, and I just love coming to work every day. I love painting. So, um, you know, we carry all original artwork here in the store by local Chicago artists from photography to artwork, uh, paintings, abstract, um, and 
to be a part of that and be able to offer my own work too is, is very nice. I'm still a little humble and bashful about it, but it is a great feeling to see someone get excited about a piece of artwork or something that we have here in the store and just know that we're helping create good feelings and excitement. That's, it, it, that's payment in itself to me. I geeked out of that uh, you can custom create a piece for folks to fit within their home along with your home, home decor uh, because you can rarely ever find that if anywhere. Uh, you know, again, it, it goes to that you, you find a piece and, 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 and we live in this manufactured culture of, of mass produced artwork. And when you, and it's great to get excited about a piece, but then you go over to Sally and Jim's and they have that same piece in their bathroom or dining room, which how, Matt How said. many places have you been in where you see that big French poster that everybody has? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And it's, it's, it's just nice. It's a great feeling to be able to offer that, um, that unique, special, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's very humble about it. I, it it's well, funny to so watch him when, when people ask him who painted this he's like mm. <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> no it is exciting I was say, as somebody who paints as well hearing what Kim said about your work that's so incredible and it's very sweet and, and, and you know Kim's very genuine too I don't think she's blowing smoke pardon my French but it, it's just so genuine and it, it, it does make me feel good and, and make me feel like you know, I feel like Sally Field right now. They like me. <laughs> you know, it's great. So moving on, uh, what are your favorite and most challenging rooms to create? Or spaces to work with uh, different, like, I don't know. You, I, I totally just messed that all up. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. No, I didn't. I, I think that you did good. And I think I'll just jump in and say, you know, I think the challenge is to be a good listener. Um, and, and that sometimes is, can be hard um, because we all have great ideas. I certainly think I have a lot of great ideas, but I always want to listen to the, the client or the customer and hear what they like and what they want and, and then help them build that. I think that's the challenge for me is really listening and, and, and getting to what makes this person tick and what makes them feel good about design because honestly, there is no wrong design if, if the person who's uh, living in it and, and, and owning it loves it then it's right so make it and then helping them guide because you know I say there's no wrong design but I also have seen some disasters but again it's it's about they just need a little guidance they need someone to listen to them and then help them find that way and I think that's for me um, a, a little bit uh, tongue-in-cheek here but uh going through COVID and seeing everybody's backgrounds, famous people, people you know have money. <laughs> There's lots of work to be done out there. <laughs> sure, sure. Like all the Zoom calls you see now, you're like, oh, that's an interesting choice, <laughs> what they have in their background. But again, you know, our, our homes are reflections of our personalities, our experiences. So there really is nothing wrong with how somebody likes something. It's just helping them pull all of that together mm -hmm. and make it make sense for them. Definitely. And I've gone down a hole on YouTube. I don't know if you watch Architectural Digest videos of celebrities' houses, but it's incredible how different each one is and how much personality is in each one. Totally. Um, kind of along with what I asked you, and you kind of touched on it, but do you ever find it hard to 
to not let your own creative interests interfere with your customers' interests? Or do you try to like mend the two and help them, I don't know, kind of- I would say guide them. Guide them, yeah. <laughs> to a better, yeah. a better design. Yeah. I, I think that's part of the joy of it. You know, you, know you, you take that moment, you listen, you make suggestions and look to where you connect. Um, and then that connection creates more excitement when you are connecting with a customer that comes in and is looking for a sofa or a chair or you know another element and they're just not sure, kind of listening and talking to them and, and getting to know them, even if it's just for a few minutes, it means so much to the, the customer or, and it means so much uh, to me. Uh, and I know to you, Kim, when we connect with people, it's, it's, it's such a good feeling. And then, then the piece even means more because they were heard or they heard something that they liked about a description. So I think that's really a big part of it. And one thing I've noticed with both Kim and Chris, because they, they do way more selling than I do here, um, is that they have talked people out of buying things. You know, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's really <laughs> because, you know, they want that long-term relationship. And they've been 100% right when I've seen them say, this is not going to work for you and the person leaves, they're back the next week. So you've created that, you know, that, that, that uh, confidence Absolutely. and trust, which is, you know, vastly missing in retail today. So it's been, been fun to see. I think it's incredibly important because um, a lot of, a lot of the feelings that when folks come to Andersonville, you're, you're working with local independent uh, folks. And one of the uh, important things to do is you really want to connect with business owners because they're going to be your friends, your neighbors, um, actual people that own the stores who actually, and also work. So um, there's not really a situation where that person's not going to come back and you uh, aren't going to be there. So having that um, relationship is extremely important. Uh, not only for your store, but for a lot of our businesses in Andersonville. Absolutely. <clears throat> also, I want to touch base on Leslie Jones throughout the pandemic is the most hilarious person to watch as she will critique anyone's Zoom um, based off of the news. Better than Leslie Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Put them two, two together and it'd be the best show ever. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about staging. So staging is because the housing market has completely blown up over the past uh, year. Uh, are you finding yourself staging more homes? Uh, events have really uh, been non-existent. Um, Everyone's been wanting new and fresh uh, living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, because they've just spent 17 months indoors. Can you clue us in a little bit more about the staging process? I only know the staging process because I do a lot of the deliveries. <laughs> so my, my back and legs can, can tell you a little bit about the process. But, um, you know, it's not, I want to make sure we clarify, this is not like staging for a home to sell. That's a whole separate industry of, you know, reused and used furniture, which is not our business. But Chris is very good at it and gets asked quite frequently after he sells a piece or Ken sells a piece, say, and they'll say, hey, can you come over and look at a room and tell sure. me what to do? So maybe 
Yeah, I mean, and, and then from there, you know, we, we obviously get together, we visit, um, we talk. Again, it's listening uh, and seeing the space, listening to what, you know, the clients, you know, wants the room to feel like, how they, and, and, and I, you know, it's all, all about Q&A at that point. I'm asking, how do you want your guests to feel in this room? How do you want to feel? How do you want your family to feel? And, and we start with the feelings first and then move into, uh, you know, selecting pieces that will, you know, achieve that goal. Um, we always talk about budget, obviously, because that's always a concern. Um, and then we move into uh, virtual staging, which is always a great way to start. I do a lot of three-dimensional virtual staging with them so they can envision, you know, a lot, a lot of people know what they want to have, but just can't envision it, you know, in, in, in terms of uh, size, uh, relationships um, and pieces like that. So that's part of the process as well. Can you elaborate a little bit more on the feelings? Because home decor, as we've talked about, um, even from a young age, it is a lot about feelings. Um, are there certain colors that you can um, cue us into how to trigger those certain feelings in a bedroom? Is it um, more earthy tones? Uh, do you normally want to go with uh, brights and refreshing in the kitchen? Um, can you give us a little uh, home decor tips? Well, for me, you know, the tip is how do you want to feel in, in that space? Certainly there are color trends, um, which are always easy to follow, but I really, you know, sure, bedrooms to me should always be a little bit more muted and relaxing. But you know, if there's somebody that really loves yellow and really wants to push for yellow and, and something bright, we'll talk about how we can balance those things. I, but I really do feel bedrooms are meant to be a bit more relaxed and softer tones. Um, and then certainly kitchens brighter. Um, and then again, following trends is, is easy to do with all of the mass media that we have. We talked about earlier, you know, binge watching YouTube how-tos and DIYs and all those things. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about how you as the individual um, feels in that space. And I think, you know, discussing those things with, with the, the one-on-ones, you know, discussing what's your favorite colors and then building palettes around that. Um, I think it's too easy to just say, these are the trends of the year and these are what we're going to use. It's more of a, a, a soul searching to find out what really makes you feel good, I think. And, I love and that. Uh, yeah, I was, trying, I was struggling with that, but it's really touching base with, with the emotions of, of, of the customer, the client, uh, what my takes are, and I offer those opinions, you know, but at the end of the day, the customer is always right. I know that sounds cliche, but it really is. How do you how do you feel in this room? Do you like bright fuchsia? Well, let's make it work in the room then, and let's talk about that. And there's always a way to make something work. You just have to listen, take your time, and and, and there's nothing wrong with getting you know taking your time and getting it a process together and 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 doing it. One of the things I heard Chris say from the sidelines, you know, while I'm delivering something up the stairs, uh, <laughs> is. <laughs> Is somebody said like I, they classically say, "What should I do here?" And I've heard you say this, and you may not even remember saying this. He's like, "What was your happiest moment in this room?" Aww. Or 
was it with somebody and what were they wearing? And I was like, well, those are weird questions. And then I thought about it, you know, using the other half of my brain, which I never use. Um, it made sense because if you centered around what made you happy, the smells, the colors, whatever it is, then you're going to have that same visceral response with whatever you designed that room around. I just remember you saying that. You probably don't even remember saying it, but I thought it was a really smart way of having that conversation. And that reminds me of something, Chris, that I hear you telling folks often, which is to take your time um, to choose your pieces. Um, and that process is a little bit subconscious sometimes. Um, it's a process that, you know, like you're saying, requires a little bit of, of, of inquiry with yourself about what you like and what you don't like. Um, so it's a very personal process, really. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, a big part of good interior design. <laughs> yes. in, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's not about this is my look and this is what you get with me. It's, this is a, we're, we're going to build a relationship. We're going to talk about what the things that, that make you tick and what make you feel good and then build on that. And that's number one for me. It's relationship building right down to when any person comes in the store, I immediately want to introduce myself, know, you know, talk to them, learn about them. And, th and that's that personal, small, you know, store feel that I never want to lose. Right. It, it's not about making the sale. It's about building the relationship, which in turn will, you know, bring all the success for both involved. That's amazing. So there, no. <laughs> I just want to pause real quick. And I just want to say that was the most perfect answer on so many different levels to that question that I'm, I'm just, I just almost smiles right now. That was just hey. perfect and lovely. No banana. No banana on that one. <laughs> I love that phrase. I'm going to use that all the time. Um, so kind of moving on, but similar to what you just answered. Um, like you like creating a space that's welcoming and for your customer and um, something that makes a room feel more welcoming are candles. Um, and you have made and sold your own GL home decor luxury candle. What was the process like for you to create your own scented mood and your own like creation? Yeah, um, it, it's actually, it was really fun. I am, extremely sensitive to fragrance and smells. Um, Matt will yes, laugh yes. at me. I, I, I just, <laughs> I am Kim laughs at me. I, I, it's very important. And it's also just one of those uh, things that is part of the emotional response of your home. What you want people, when you walk in, you, you know what your home smells like, or you know you want it to smell like. So um, that was part of the whole decor experience for us. So I knew we had to have a candle. And um, literally, um, I started doing research, found a, a company I wanted to work with, got a ton of um, samples of different fragrances that you could blend and mix, and invited uh, some of our closest friends over. I remember we were sitting around uh, the dining room table, passing around these little cubes, and getting everyone's opinion on what the what they thought of and and and, and what that what it smelled like to them and uh it was a really fun process and then we picked the ones we liked and then yeah and then i, <laughs> and, and then I picked the ones that i liked um no <laughs> no it, it was a really fun collaborative process and then um you know finding the right company was important because you do 
you don't want to be assaulted by a fragrance. And a lot of times, I don't want to say any brand names, but there are uh, store-bought candles and, and candles that have been around forever that you know what someone's burning, you know, in their bathroom, or it, it's just so assaulting. So we created a whole home fragrance that you can burn and it permeates the home with just the hint. Everyone that walks into our store, I think comments, they're like, what is that fragrance? What is that? And um, uh, we're just excited to share that with we, everyone. Uh, we gave many of the other shops in Andersonville a candle and I went into cryotherapy the other day right down the street and- Oh I yes, went, Glenn. Yeah, and I'm like, why does it smell like our store? I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I gave him a candle. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it just hits your your psyche, you know. And the, and that's the, you know Matt just kind of hit it on the head. It's that familiarity, that fragrance you associate with something, and we want it to associate. Uh, we give these out as gifts to all of our friends so that they all can smell like jail home decor. <laughs> it's it's a secret that we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> What is your favorite uh, scent? Easy. Leather and, and oud. Oh, yes. It's our leather and oud candle. It is a gorgeous mm -hmm. fragrance. It doesn't wax too masculine or feminine. Um, Not it's, too harsh. It's, it's just a gorgeous fragrance. Um, leather and oud. It's, our, it's our, our premium candle. It's our gold and black candle. Hello. Can you order these online? You can, yeah, you can order them online. We'll be sure to get you one um, after this. We'll, we'll send you one for sure. But um, it's just, yeah. And then we also have tobacco and vanilla, which is also another beautiful fragrance. And again, not too masculine, not too feminine, just a neutral fragrance that just is a hint. And, and, and you're, I love watching people try to, what is that? Is it this? Is it that? It just smells amazing. And it's, um, I love hearing that, and we, and we will continue to search out new fragrances uh, as different seasons come along. It's, it's, it's so fun. So do you think this might be the beginning of a whole line of different products? Can we expect um, maybe some hand lotions and soaps in the future, or are we stopping at candles? I think we're going to stop at candles for right now. I don't want to get crazy with all of that because then it starts to get muddled sure. and, and it becomes almost, I, I think that would just be a, a, for right now, an unmanageable expectation for me to, kind of, it, that's not what I want my focus to be or your focus, Matt or Kim. I, I just think it's, it's a nice, it's a nice addition. And I think we'll stop with that one for now um, in terms of that. Eventually we would love to go into bed and bath just in terms of accessories there, but not, and furnishings, but not soaps and. Uh, no, that's exciting uh, to see uh, other product lines with GL home decor on it. Absolutely. Yes, it's one of the limits with being a small business is you want to do everything, but uh, it's a lot more of a process. Yeah, and it's about wanting to do things right. Exactly. We could add tons of this stuff and outsource and do all sorts of things, but then it's not going to be us and it loses the personality or the personal touch. And, and I would never want that to be. Yeah. And we're not, I don't, I don't know. We're not brand aggressive. 
I think most people know us as the two really attractive guys at the corner that own the, the store. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm it. I'm totally kidding, by the way. But but, <laughs> but they they rarely say, oh, you know, all the jail on the court. They're like, oh, they're these really great guys. And Kim, who works there, and they're so helpful and friendly. And I love that that is, I actually don't care if someone knows our name. I wanted to know about us. And, and yeah. that, that, I think, is the recipe to being successful nowadays. So Absolutely. It goes back to who can you trust and feel good about going to knowing that you're going to get the best deal, the best quality, the best advice um, and support. So again, relationship building, it's all about that successful ingredient. Very well said, because that can speak to so many folks who are trying to start their own businesses right now. Um, and that's so helpful to so many, uh, especially for folks who have spent the last three years building up their their store and and opening it and coming out with candles um, and excited to see the future in Andersonville. So at this point, we're going to start rapid fire questions. Is there anything that you'd like us to ask you um, to no. correspond with the, the questions? Uh, no, I, I think we have. I'm a Virgo. I like tacos and I drive a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're funny. That's amazing. That's going to be our intro. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, rapid fire questions again. We're going to say them quickly at you, but by no means you have to say them quickly back. Um, uh, did you want? And to it's like first come first thing that comes to mind. Do you want us to answer individually or we'll just shout out individually? Okay. What is the most unique home decor piece that you've sold? Uh, I, I would have to say it is a our shifting gears desk. It was a uh, office desk that had a clear glass top and then underneath were all these intertwining gears that you could actually, while you were on a Zoom call, sit and there was a handle and you could turn it and all of the gears on the entire table would move, almost like a fascinator. Um, and it was very, uh, very cool, almost indicative of a steampunk vibe. And it, it arrived at the store and I was just gushing and how excited I was. And it was only here a week and it sold really fast because uh, it, was, it was a piece of art and, and it was gorgeous. So that's, that's the one for me. For me, this is where you're gonna see how Chris and I are so different. We have a lot of great holiday stuff. We have ornaments, candles, everything for holiday. And, uh, Chris decided to buy this pig ornament where it was laying down like in a very like um, precarious manner in a flapper dress. And I was no one this and somebody bought it. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm wrapping this up. <laughs> that for me was the, uh, like, you know, it, it's all kinds. Yes, it was a burlesque pig burlesque, ornament. Yes, pig yes. ornament. Uh, which, by the way, I gifted to two of my aunts and they love it. Yeah. And I had <laughs> face on the mantle. So come see us at Christmas because we'll have some amazing ornaments <laughs> for you to choose from. Uh, and then a unique uh, piece that comes to mind is actually in the store now. We have several artisan created animal skulls. Mm. Uh, so they're humane, you know, they're obviously humane, um, but then they're incredibly interesting. Um, you know, one uh, is a replica of 
a, a goat from Hungary with twisted horns. I've never seen anything like that before. Super fascinating and interesting. And they're 100% resin and <laughs> they're not real. So that's great. I absolutely love them, especially the one with the golden horns. Yes, that's it's gorgeous. <laughs> I love walking by every day at the store and uh, seeing the new um, uh, storefront windows. It, that's so important to us to change things out, keep things interesting, um, and it just shows shows movement. But it also it's an opportunity for us to show our diversity. And, and feature and highlight new items. So we, we, do, we do change that every week, which is exciting. And that's true inside the store as well. Um, we just are always trying to keep things interesting, bringing new things in so that you, every time you come in, um, there's something that will capture your fancy. And just like we do at home, it drives Matt crazy. I move furniture oh all day long. I love <laughs> repositioning things. And sometimes I don't know where I'm supposed to sit at home. Right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love zhuzhing. We all love that word uh, from Carson Cressley. But I love walking by something and just twisting it, turning it a little bit. So you'll see that when you come in too. <laughs> awesome. Um, next rapid fire. What is one staple decor accessory that every room should have? That's for me, it's wall art, um, mirrors or some type of wall art should be in every room and it, it creates a, a narrative and a story in every room, you know, just simple. I was, uh, I was gonna say wall art too. <laughs> is that yours? No, for me, it's actually like throw pillows and throw blankets. It's super important to me that um, my space is comfortable. Um, and interesting, and that's such a minor detail that you can change uh, to keep things uh, interesting and comfortable. Also, I love that. Uh, Laura, uh, our associate director, and myself are strong believers on arts and rugs. So your place can be completely vacant as long mm -hmm. as there's something on the floor or on the walls. Yes. Uh, your space would be incredible. <laughs> I would also go with GNL home candles. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what is your favorite era for home style? I have a mix. I don't. I. I. I, I love art. match. Yeah, I love mixing and matching Art Deco, mid-century modern, um, and contemporary. Um, and that. And now I. Yeah, I'd like to mix that with uh, modern organic. I think. For me, it's all, it's all of those mixed together that, that create uh, a space for me. I actually have the exact same response, and not to be boring, but that is how I feel. So mid-century, we, we tend toward that, I think, both of us, but it's boring to have everything mid-century. So adding a cool deco, um, something, you know, new textures, something ornamental, um, just keeps things interesting. Um, and then yes, bringing in the organic element um, is also really, really important in my style. For our listeners, can you um, explain a little bit more what uh, an organic uh, style might be? Sure, uh, Live Edge wood is very uh, popular. Um, live Edge, uh, we've also had pieces of slate that are like natural, like chisel cut pieces. Um, 
you know, crystals, but um, modern organic for me is those live edge pieces mixed in with cements and then just um, almost sculptural um, legs and, and different pieces like that are just very interesting. Right, and natural elements. So again, like the, uh, the animal skulls, and there's so many different things you can do with wood, um, you know, tree stump table type looks yep. like that. Um, and bringing in wood and natural elements into the home. So uh, personally, I like to bring in foliage, um, you know, have, have some branches in a vase on a table, things like that. Excellent. Matt, you're not getting away without answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> I was ducking under the counter and you figured that out. With very good sensory perception on your part. Um, so I am a minimalist. Um, I like very few things in a room. Um, I like clean lines and I don't really get hung up on the era. It's more the fit and the minimalist approach on things. You know, once you have like three chairs and 18 pillows, I'm probably gonna have a panic attack. So it's, you know, it's, it's definitely more minimalist for me. And so our home is a great compromise of that. Um, sometimes Chris wait till I go away on a business trip and there's, you know, a little bit more of the things he referenced. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm much more of a minimalist in my approach, but that's personal. The next question is, do you have a favorite color palette to work with? And do you like the grays, the basic woods then, if you like the minimalist type of look? Or, well, or do you like a little bit of color? Well, here, here's the, the next one part. I'm colorblind, this is Matt. So <laughs> you're gonna be like, why would I ever come to you? And it that's works why, for me. That's why I rarely work here. <laughs> um, so Everything's I, in purple. <laughs> yeah, I, I struggle with the blues and the grays. So when I tell Chris his artwork looks great, I'm sure he's like, does he even know what he's looking at? <laughs> but uh, I, I do, I, I, have a, I can, I can uh, cope around it pretty well. But yeah, for me, it's definitely the blues and grays are the easiest um, because it kind of all works, works with, with my, my colorblindness. But um, I know Chris, you obviously, our home, it's kind of half that and half other things. Half. I, I think. No. <laughs> I really couldn't tell you what color our bed was. But <laughs> no. Well, you appreciate when things feel good and yeah, and look good. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. that makes my job easy at home. But I, I love all colors. I love working with 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 all colors. You know, and and that's in in reflection of my artwork and, and my decor. I love mixing. I love bright bold colors. Um, and I do love the gray palettes. You know, I think there's a place for everything. Um, and it, it really is uh, dependent on, you know, the style of the individual. For me, uh, it's a nice foundation of grays and, and metals. And then I, I love to pop in color. Kim, you're next. <laughs> so my home is uh, really similar, actually. Lots of grays and neutrals. <laughs> and then pops of color, and I wouldn't have it any other day, any other way. I love it. If you had a favorite child, which would it be? Accessories and pillows, lighting, rugs, or art? Uh, for me, it, it would be art. I think it, it, it tells a story in itself. It, it can anchor a room. It can complement a room. It can be the room, um, you know, depending on how it's displayed, how big it is, what or small it is, or what it is. For me, art, art, yeah, artwork. 
Uh, choosing a favorite child is tricky business. Um, and that's a really hard question to answer. Uh, because I think all of those things that you asked about are super important elements. Um, it would be very difficult for me to choose, but if I had to, I would also say art um, because it's born of something original um, and there's, that's all personality, right? Art is, uh, it's on one end or another of the spectrum, but there's personality in that and what you choose to put on your wall says a lot, right? About you. And, you know, unlike Kim's struggle with picking a favorite child, I absolutely know I'm my parents' favorite child. So I don't have a hard time with it. Um, for me, it's chairs. I love chairs. We have a ton of chairs. And I think that's because I love sitting. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you think about how much of your life you spend sitting, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's amazing the, the difference in, you know, Chris would make fun of me because he's like, you'd be happy with a crate and, a, and an office chair. And, Yes. I, and, I, and I was, but then I didn't know, like, there's all these other options, you know, out there. And I just love that you can change a whole room by putting a chair in the corner and a throw pillow and, and having it just alter the whole personality as well as your own. So that's, that's my favorite. Hmm. That that's is a solid answer, considering your chairs keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Only an angle or two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there a certain faux pas that you wish would just end in home decorating altogether? This is, this is funny. For me, uh, it, it's about serving, uh, serving wear or, or serving platters. I cannot stand, and my friends know this because I'll say it to them right at a party, plastic disposable serving everything tastes better when it's in something gorgeous. <laughs> so, and it really doesn't take a lot, right? So for me, uh, I, I, love, uh, I love entertaining and I love serving my food and, and all the snacks on gorgeous pieces because um, it really makes a difference. So I wish that disposable plastic serving ware would all just go away <laughs> for many reasons. Oh, um, for me, um, it would have to be glass brick. Mm -hmm. yes. you, still, you still see it, and you still see people doing it on purpose. You do hate glass And I'm brick. just like, I don't get it. I just don't get glass brick. You can't see through it. <laughs> it, 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 it ages poorly, um, and I thought it was done in the uh, 70s and 80s, but it's still around. The 90s brought it back. It sure did. Maddie's brought back a lot of things. <laughs> yes, they did. True. Uh, so for me, it's a poorly placed artwork, right? So you get this great piece, and then you hang it too high, or you <laughs> hang it too low. Um, and it's just such an easy fix. It takes five minutes to move something. And so um, some of my landlords have definitely not liked it in the past, that there's a little too many nail holes in the wall because I'm trying to find <laughs> Place. But it's just super important, um, right, that it be at eye level and that it's, you know, placed in a way that it's really showcased. Kim, I am 100% in agreement. I have fixed things in my parents' house, sometimes in public, when it's just too high or if it's crooked. Yes. Exactly. It just ruins it. It's, it's crooked. Oh, my God. That's the worst. 
there's a big piece of artwork in the hallway at my apartment complex and it always ends up being crooked and I have to fix it every time <laughs> I walk by it. It's little things that bug you, right? Yep. Okay, we have two questions left. Uh, one is, the next one's going to be, what is a style element that folks should get excited for um, this coming holiday season or next season? Because I know you're all shopping for next year. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking just because, you know, this, this pandemic has created uh, a lot of problems, but it's also take a positive is that it slowed us down enough to appreciate. Um, you know, last year was a big deal because so many people couldn't travel. So they were home for the first time, a lot of people uh, on the holiday in a, in a very long time, if ever right? There's always people that travel. So I, and I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, if that continues this year, because I love the holiday season and preparing the home and creating, you know, that whole home and hearth vibe. So I'm, I'm hoping that the trend will be, you know, just because we're getting back to quote unquote normal. And even the, even now we're in that position again, where things are a little um, unsure, I, I hope that people are going to want to really nestle down this this holiday season, and, and uh, so I look look to us to help create your your holiday extravaganza. We we, we want to be part of that. I love that because you're absolutely right. Last year was the first time that my family could not travel. We have family all over the world, and um, it was solo holidays. So anything to bring that feeling and vibe back even for one holiday. Absolutely, a tree, an ornament, a wreath, something, you know, a fragrance, all of those things to create home and hearth. Great answer. This is kind of a fun one. Uh, if you could run one Andersonville business for a day, what would it be? It can be anything. I, I read this and I, and I thought about it. I am so busy running my own side of the street and I want, I, I, I honestly wouldn't want to do any other business. I, I it, let them all do the thing that they're doing and loving. I, I'm going to stick to my side of the street on that one. That's my honest answer. I, I really, I know that's not exciting, but I'm sticking with it. I want to be a bartender at Farragut's for two days. For two days? Only get just one. Two days. <laughs> like one day? Yeah. Well, if you're a bartender, it's only busy, you know, kind of night. So I need two, really. But I think that's it. Because I think there's a lot of local talk that goes down in there, at least when I've been there. And I'd love to just hear it for like six hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, I have just so much fun when I go into Foresighted. Um, I would just love to be in Foresighted for eight hours, just looking at everything and talking about all the interesting things that they have. You could literally spend a weekend and not be able to see every single item that's in that store. Exactly. <laughs> they have so much wonderful, uh, just everything. Yeah, so much fun. Well, excellent. Um, we're about to wrap up the interview. Is there anything else that you'd like to highlight about GL Home Decor or yourselves? Besides being a Virgo who likes tacos? <laughs> <laughs> and drives a Jeep. And drives a Jeep. 
Aquarius, and I love pasta, and I drive a Prius. There we go. There you go. Are you going to share, Chris? Well, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Capricorn born on Christmas Day, and I drive a minivan for deliveries. <laughs> That's what yeah. I do. Yeah, Amber, we schlep a lot too. So if you ever want to do coordination of deliveries, uh, we can definitely help out with, uh, with that. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, where can people find and connect or connect with you? Uh, this is a great place to insert social media. Uh, and or, um, love our. We love to communicate with Instagram, which is uh, GL Home Decor on Instagram. Um, and Facebook, uh, GL Home Decor Chicago. And our website is glhomedecor.com. Excellent. Thank you, Matt, Chris, and Kim for joining us today. And this has been an absolute pleasure. This has been so fun. And we honestly are so, so proud and, and continue to be so excited to be part of the Andersonville community and can't wait for every single day. We love it. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about GL Home Decor, visit them on their Instagram at glhomedecor or contact them through their website at www.glhomedecor.com. Show notes on today's episodes can be found on andersonville.org. Please join us this weekend on July 29th, 30th, and 31st, 2021, as we celebrate our Andersonville sidewalk sale. Uh, this year's event is our proud sponsored by SSA 22 and GL Home Decor. Businesses will be open between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., but please check your local listings for exact hours. We'll see you this weekend. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and currently recorded on Zoom. We thank you for your listenership, and if you like the podcast, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. We are also actively looking for podcast sponsors to sustain our projection. Please email us at info at andersonville.org for more information. Thank you for your continued support, for staying active in our community, and for staying Always Andersonville.